Hey guys, it is Thursday, so that means it's another edition of Modern Meta Breakdown. So, last week we were talking Soul Sisters, we've been bouncing around talking about a lot of different decks in the meta, seeing some really fun stuff lately, and some great suggestions have been coming our way, so let's take a look, see what some people have been suggesting lately. So, of course... Madcap Imperium, Scred Red. Now we've got some people talking about elves they want to see. So lots of people requesting some decks to be discussed. And we, again, like I talked about last week, we are going to be hitting all the decks eventually. It's just a matter of time because there's so many fun decks out there in Modern to be able to be played. So we are going to be picking one of these three decks to discuss. And I've been looking around at some of the decks that have been placing lately, seeing some of the fun stuff going on. And I figured, you know what? This will be a good one to talk about. So, not elves this time, even though there's some sweet elves running around. And both are red decks. Which one's it gonna be? Scred Red. I mean, if you clicked on the title, you knew already. But maybe you just stumbled onto this from previously. But So we are gonna be talking Scred Red this time, guys. Um, figured it would be perfect because it, a Scred Red deck or, you know, just the Scred deck, if you will, was able to get second place at the last Classic. So I figured, perfect. People have been requesting it. About time. Let's get it going and talk about it. So, boom. The Scred decks. So, of course, we have to highlight Scred first because it's namesake, right? Um, for one red, Scred deals damage to a creature equal to the number of snow permanents you control. And it's pretty much the only deck in Modern that cares about snow-covered permanents. There's some people that are like, just flavor-wise, hey, I like having snow-covered lands, I'm going to run snow-covered lands. But no other deck really cares about having them besides the Shred deck. Um, so it's basically saying, hey, I can destroy any creature with this. Um, I don't care. I, you know, I'm running 20 lands that are snow covered here. The likelihood that you're going to have something that's bigger than like a five, five, a six, six, seven, seven, not likely at all. Now with Death shadow running around, Hey, maybe it is kind of likely, but they might not be able to cast that with some of the other hateful stuff. This deck is running. And apparently there's a train guys. That's just kind of how it works. Um, I guess that's the, the name of the game tonight. So, um, we're going to talk about the spells because that seems to be, you know, a big part of the Scred deck itself. Um, so you can see it's a play set of our Screds, play set of Lightning Balls, play set of Anger of the Gods. So here's our removal, here's our hate, that if you're running any creature-based strategy, this has a way to deal with it. Bolts can also go face, you know, that sort of aspect of it. Um, then we've got some hate as well in the form of blood moon here three main board oftentimes you'll see that fourth one in the side but um just a way to be able to say hey i've got all this removal available to me and there's so many three color decks running around in the format i'm gonna run blood moon it plays in a way similar mindset to some prison decks in that regard of hey i've got blood moon in here i can lock you out and prevent you from keeping a creature on board um, 
So it's kind of a weird S prison deck. Not the normal stuff where it's like, hey, you're not going to be able to attack, um, like with Ensnaring Bridge and stuff like that, because this deck does care about attacking and playing some creatures. Um, which we'll talk some synergy with some of the creatures in a little bit. Uh, Relic of Progenitus here, Graveyard Hate, also pulls double duty because you do get a draw card off it. Um, we've also got Mindstone, same sort of thing. Uh, a little bit of ramp off it, and you can draw a card off it if need be. So the colorless mana aspect doesn't matter as much to it because you're playing basically 20 basics in there. Uh, but does help with the, the ramp there. You're playing that turn two. Uh, you can ramp into one of your Planeswalkers by turn three then. So that's a nice little aspect. Um, so let's talk again about the Planeswalkers. It's got two Chandra for this list here, which Torch of Defiance has been seeing a lot more play in modern um, in these very specific decks like the prison based deck like we talked about the sun and moon deck that was running around um, but she she does really well in this version cost four for four loyalty planeswalker you can there's two different plus one abilities here you can plus one or get two red added to your mana pool so hey you've got a scred in your hand but you don't have any more to tap for it because you just tapped out to play Chandra. Guess what? You can still play that. Man, that train is going ham. They really want people to know, get out of the way, guys. I'm coming through. Um, other ability is just some direct damage added in there. Exile top card of your library. You may cast that card. If you don't, Chandra Torch of Defiance deals two damage to each opponent. So most of the time, if you are doing that first turn you play, or you're just trying to go face don't care about ramping into anything and you know don't care what the top card gets flipped is um, also she can kill off a creature too does have that little protect herself slightly in, in the sense that she does four damage to target creature uh, for a minus three there so she'll go down to one loyalty uh, emblem though is amazing if you can get there um, you got the protection which you should with all the spells you run it shouldn't be that hard but you get an emblem with whenever you cast a spell this emblem deals five damage to target creature or player so every time you're casting a spell just boom five to face five to face five to face so anytime you want lava axe all day um caught the hammer is our other one pretty much the only deck that is running Koth consistently in modern um because it cares about mountains guys uh four cost three loyalty planeswalker Plus one ability, untapped target mountain, becomes a 4-4 red elemental. Uh, until the end of turn, still land. But a 4-4 is pretty solid when you think about it. Um, and saying, hey, I tapped out to play Koth. Well, now I've got one red open, so I can lightning bolt you. I can scred you. You know, do some fun stuff like that. Uh, minus two, get one red to your mana pool for each mountain you control. So you can ramp into something again. Um, and the emblem for Koth is pretty sweet, too you really only need to uptick twice before you can ultimate him. Um, and that's, you get an emblem with mountains you control have tapped, this deals one damage to target creature or player. So hey, you've got five, six mountains out, boom, every turn that you're not doing something, and they're saying, okay, pass turn, boom, every mountain now deals one damage. So uh, pretty nice aspect of it if you're going that Planeswalker style. Um, so there's our Planeswalkers. Let's talk our, our creature base here. P and Kira makes sense. Hey, you're running red. You want some evasion added in here. You want some way to deal damage with it. This is the guy and girl for you here. 2-2 two, two for 4, legendary creature. When he enters, sorry, when they enter, you get 2-1-1, one, one, colorless thopters flying, and you can pay 3, sack one of, sack 
an artifact. Doesn't have to be a Thopter. And you are running Mindstone, you are running Relic Progenitus, you have some other artifacts you can fling their way. So pay three, deal two damage to our creature or player. Um, when I was playing on Monday, I'm playing currently playing a Kiki cord list right now. I'm playing it for two weeks now. Um, I actually won a match based on having P and Kira out doing two damage and having a bolt in hand to finish my opponent off. So that P and Kira two damage can be kind of relevant there. Um, so keep that in mind. Running two there. Storm Breath, amazing card when you think about, hey, Path to Exiles, so great. A lot of people like to run white and modern and they just easily run a play set of that. And having your top end big creature be protected against that is great. Flying, haste, protection from white, 4-4. Four, four. And most white creatures do have flying when you think about it. There's some, of course, exceptions to that. But, but, but when you're thinking about things that could get in the way of this, most likely would be white in modern that are flying. So having that aspect is nice. And he does have the ability to become monstrous if the game goes really long and it's kind of dragged out. Um, or you're using some ramp off of Chandra, ramp off of Koth, however you want to get that to seven mana um, get three plus one counter so he becomes a seven seven for seven mana and he deals damage to each opponent equal to the number of cards in their hand so there is that aspect of it um, we've also got our simian spirit guide which is essentially just say hey remove this from the game and cast one of your spells quicker um, cheat out that blood moon a little bit quicker cheat out your planeswalker a little bit quicker i mean th there's a lot of good stuff that uh, the Simeon Spirit Guide adds to this list here. You can even cheat out Storm Breath or something else a little bit quicker. Hey, I really need that Anger now against um, an Affinity player. Cool. Turn two. You've dumped your hand already. Now I'm just going to board wipe you, essentially. Um, and one of our newest additions to the Shred Red deck that does pair really well with Anger of the Gods um, and does pair really well with those Relics of Progenitus is our Eternal Scourge. Three mana for a 3-3 three, three, Eldrazi Horror. And you can cast it from Exile. So that's why I said it does pair well with that Relic. Exiling all cards from everyone's graveyards. Cool. You can cast that for 3 anytime. Anger of the Gods. Dealing 3 damage to each creature. If a creature dealt damage this way. would be uh, This turn would die. Exile it instead. Cool. I'll exile that and cast it from Exile. Um, the other thing though. Whenever he becomes the target of a spell or an ability. An opponent controls exile him so you can you know have to deal with that a little bit if you have him early on and be like okay here's my only creature right now i've got a lot of removal and my opponent has a lot of removal they're flinging stuff at me they're gonna exile my eternal scourge or maybe i wanted him to block maybe i wanted to attack with him um, but later on again this deck does well if it gets dragged on and the match goes a little bit while a little while and your opponents have really used up a lot of their resources. So that that's kind of what the deck is designed to do, is, is fight in those sort of situations. Um, so lands real quick, talk about the sideboard, then we'll talk about our second Scred, Rec, or Scred Red deck. So, hey, 20 snow-covered mountains, who would have guessed? Pretty sweet looking art for it. Um, you know, that's kind of consistent. You're gonna be seeing a lot of snow-covered mountains in here. Now this next land here is newer edition. Some people have tried them out, variants on preference on how many numbers you want, but I think it is really good addition to this deck. Our scrying sheets here, Snowland, so it does count towards Scred because it is a 
permanent with snow, I guess is what, you know, snow permanence you control. Um, snow land there, taps for a colorless, or you can pay one and a snow permanent there. So using another scrying sheets, using a snow covered mountain, look at the top card of your library. If that card is a snow, you may reveal it and put it into your hand. So, hey, do I have a land on top? Cool, I'm just gonna add it to my hand. Otherwise, oh cool, I gotta see what's my next top card. And really kind of play around uh, how you want to do things. Now you can't really manipulate the top of your deck too much with the exception of Torch and Defiance that might come in handy. So just a little bit of added thing, but just knowing your next draw and setting things up and really thinking long term, which this deck loves to be able to do. So really like that addition into this deck. And if you like that kind of long grindy matchups where you can really excel uh, and just all about the creature hate, this is a deck for you. Um, might bother some people because of the Blood Moon, does have that sort of hate, but it is a, it is a really fun uh, deck when you think about the, the grindy aspect of it. Um, sideboard set up nicely, of course, Dragon's Claw, or if you think Koth's little uh, belt buckle there. No, it's not. I'm just kidding. Uh, but Pithing Needles in here, two Pithing Needle, one Pyrite Spell Bomb in there, Ratchet Bombs, more Simian Spirit Guides, another Blood Moon, Boils in here, which is sweet, Royal Islands, Crumble to Dust is in here, you know, choose non-basic land, exile it, and then you search target player's graveyard hand library for all of those. So you're saying, hey, I'm playing against Eldrazi Tron, I'm playing against Tron, cool, I'll get rid of that, you know, Tron piece. Awesome. Um, Chattering Spree. Another way to kind of deal with artifacts, Chatterstorm's also in there, and Vandal Blast. So these are like, hey, I need some dedicated um, artifact hate set up there. And again, lots of hate set up in this whole thing. We're thinking about the Ratchet Bombs, we're thinking about the Spell Bombs here. So extra Blood Moons, some Boils, ways to ramp into that. Really hateful deck uh, and sideboard set up really for it. Two Pith and Needles here, kind of want to go a little bit more controlly, more reactionary. A little bit more protection in that regard. Maybe you're playing against a lot of Planeswalkers, stuff like that. Maybe against Ink Moths. Actively choose those. You know, different things you can you can decide to kind of target off of there. And then, hey, mirror matchup or something like that, or you need a little bit more life for this particular matchup. Dragon's Claws are perfect to come in. All right, sliding over. Slight variations on the next list, but still very very close and you can see the numbers nine creatures six planeswalkers 22 lands 23 spells five creatures six planeswalkers 23 lands 26 spells so just did that slight jump hey i'm gonna add a new spell in here essentially um and slight difference in the numbers of spells that they opted for so this list a little bit shorter on creatures two eternal scourge one storm breath one peeing cure so a little they shave down on one storm breath which is fine, you know, where they are in their meta, where things are going, that's kind of where they want it to be. Maybe didn't put as much emphasis on that. And they opted for another five drop that we'll talk about when we go to the spells. Uh, Planeswalkers is still the same. Chandra, Koth, 20 snow-covered mountains, and three scrying sheets. So saying, you know what, I really like that kind of ability to look at my top card. So I'm opting for a third one in here. Um, now not as many angers main board here and we saw like our last list ran a full play set there also ran three eternal scourge this one's only running two and two anger of the gods but it's opting for some other options here pyroclasm is in here deal two damage to each creature 
Um, still has, of course, the playset of Scred. I mean, you're running the snow-covered mountain, you're running red. Why would you not run Scred? Um, one Magma Jet is in here, so a little bit more deck manipulation available there with the Shrine. So it does have that also with the Shrine Sheets. Just a little bit of fun uh, aspect in there. Four Bolts, four Blood Moons. So compared to the other one, only ran three Blood Moon, one side. This is opting for the full playset there. Again, the four Relics, one Ratchet Bomb main board, Mind Stone, Ramp, Draw Spell. Cool. And here's our new five drop. Opting, instead of a second Storm Breath, a Batter Skull. Maybe feeling that the life is more important there. And hey, who doesn't want to throw a Batter Skull onto a Storm Breath Dragon? Even onto another evasive creature here, like your Thopter from T and Kira. Like, there's some sweet stuff you could do with the Batter Skull uh, and equipping it and things like that. Or just, hey, here's a 4 4 Vigilance and Lifelink initially. Sweet. I'll take it. So, I like. I love decks that run Batter Skull anyway, so I really like the way that he's gone with this list. Um, you know, definitely choosing for a different route, just slight variants, and you can see where the flex spots are now, just between those two decks. Um, having a playset of Bolt, having a playset of Scred, Mines, Stones, Relics make the most sense. Those you're going to have to have. Anger of the Gods, you need the Angers in there. There's going to be decks where you're just going to, you know, have that and be able to win. Otherwise, it's going to be a little bit tougher. Um, but seeing that, hey, I don't need a playset based on what I'm facing, how my meta is shaping up, a Pyroclasm, a Magma Jet, and there's fine. And doing that alternate route. Also, I have access to a Ratchet Bomb as another way to just kind of destroy things. So, opting for those routes, perfectly reasonable depending on how flexible you want your deck to be. Um, sideboard again, double dragon claw, spell bomb, another ratchet bomb. Trinosphere is an interesting one that he's added in here. So cost three, as long as this is untapped, each spell that would cost less than three mana to play costs three mana to play. Hmm. You know, just a little interesting aspect. Hey, that lightning bolt now costs three. You know. So just another like hateful card that can be added in there, not something that is the most common thing to see most people are not playing around trinisphere if you will uh, but decks that are very light on lands that's going to have effect on them um, so we do have another creature in the board here mangus of the moon another hateful guy that he can add in saying you know what i'm he josh here really loves the blood moon effect he's got four main board and he's got mangus in the sideboard here um, cost three for a two two non-basic lands for mountains hey He's a blood moon there with legs, essentially. So, another anger in the sideboard. Three molten rain, one roast, and two shattering speed. So, instead of, you know, taking the exile, all those non-basics, I'm going to opt for destroy a land. And if that land's non-basic, I'm going to deal two damage. So, playing more of that damage is more important than the exiling effect. Which is fine, you know, how people want to play. Roast. Some we we saw Rose every now and again pop up depending on how the meta is looking. Deal five damage to our creature without flying. It's fine, you know. Solid removal spell for red. Like we're paying essentially one and four life to do minus five minus five to a creature in a lot of different decks. This member is great. So paying two to deal just five damage to a creature without flying is, is perfectly reasonable. Um, then we've got some more artifact eight. A little bit less in this version than the previous again depends on the meta what's going around so here's at least two 
Uh, Shattering Spree does have that replicate ability, so you can just pay into it more than once and copy it a couple of times. Destroy Target Artifact. Simple and easy. But again, if you want a deck that thrives as the game progresses, as your opponent's running out of gas and struggling to land a threat because you're constantly killing it, this is the deck for you. Because you go just straight up hate mode on all creatures, land a planeswalker or two, continue to just hate out all their creatures, and the game just kind of grinds to a halt usually when you're like, well, we're both running out of gas, but you've got all the power on your side right now because of that one planeswalker. Your live draws of, of removal spells are great. When you top into Apia and Akira, you get Eternal Scourge that you can cast later in the game. Like The deck just thrives in that sort of environment there. So definitely something that is a fun deck to pilot if you like this sort of strategy. You know, like that mass removal style. I mean, red's a great color for you. It is not the cheapest deck to get into, though, when you think about Blood Moons and things along that nature. But for the most part, if you're if you're a fan of red, you're a fan of, of being able to play more grindy magic and don't want to just go into, like, a control route with blue, recommend going for something like this. Um, so, yeah, there's our, our Scred Red. Really appreciate the... Um, suggestions that people have been given out and let me know what other sort of decks that you guys want to see I love hearing all your guys comments and thoughts about how the video series have been going it is going to be a continual thing every Thursday um, we started uploading more videos at the beginning of the week started up with some Minecraft stuff we're gonna be doing Heroes of the Storm, Hearthstone, Starcraft all that stuff back at it and, and getting into it again uh, maybe one of these days we'll do some Warcraft 3 stuff too just kind of rotating around to some of the games that I really enjoy uh, playing besides Magic, because that is pretty much most of my week is devoted to Magic. But every now and again, I do like to play other games and do other stuff, so we started to upload more of that coming your way. Um, if you guys have not checked out the live coverage of Modern Magic Mondays, please do so. It is live every Monday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern, and then uploaded to YouTube throughout the week for your guys' viewing pleasure. Um, you guys can check out all that stuff at Modern Magic Mondays, with the exception of our Twitter is at Modern Mondays, simple and easy. But if you just Google search Modern Magic Mondays, you'll find it. Um, of course, I'm Nan Man, the real Nan Man. You guys search for my stuff. Eventually, we're going to get back into streaming. For now, it's just going to be more focused on YouTube, and my streaming stuff is going to be devoted to Modern Magic Mondays. So you guys can head around, check out all that kind of stuff. But, you know think that's the main stuff doing more podcasts doing all that kind of good stuff so again best kind of stuff to find what i'm working on is twitter and youtube twitch all those kind of avenues uh, of information but i always tweet about what sort of projects that i'm working on um, but that's going to do it here for our spread red video of modern meta breakdown i hope you guys have been enjoying the series and i'll see you guys next game